Dude. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that God, was, man. I don't know what crawled up your ass, but it wasn't uh, a turd. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. Sorry welcome about that. Back. I got a little, uh, you know, I've been reading, I've been doing some pentagrams. I know. I, I, I've been doing a little bit of satanic worshiping. Yeah, it's, that's weird. It's kind of what I do on weekends, you know. It's like it's like a gardening the garden, or, right? Uh, or, or eating the vegetables, oh, totally. or, or worshiping the Satan. <laughs> Uh, I was, you know, I was at church and I was thinking to myself, like, this is really interesting this way. <laughs> What's it like on the other side? So I, I, I kind of took some chalk you and I made some things on the ground. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I was at church then but I was God like, what the you fuck you am I doing? Guys. And then I just ran out as fast as I could. <laughs> you start shitting yourself on the way out. Anyway, we are uh, back, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot today, satanically involved. Satanicals. <laughs> That's the word. Sa- That's not sat- even a real word. Satanicals? <laughs> I have no idea. I've got some heavy satanicals for you. <laughs> i got some huge satanicals for you. Oh. Uh, what's up, guys? So we're back. Um, yeah. How you been doing, Mike? Uh, fucking phenomenal. Yeah? Uh, granted, no, not really, but it's all good. <laughs> no, everything's good, man. Uh, okay, I've been doing nothing special but looking for a job. Right. And uh, fucking, fucking my hand is normal. Okay. I like normal. It's, Pretty it's typical. Good. At, least, at least I'm consistent. It's a typical start yeah, to your own story here. It's, it's what it is. But, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, there is something I want to talk about that I did. So I'm going to let you say what you got to do first. Oh, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I haven't been doing a whole lot, but to be honest, like, let's just tell them what the topic is, and then we'll go into our what we've done kind of thing. Because okay, okay. It'll lead up to what I've been doing, because I can't really say I've been doing all that much. Uh, hell, Satan. Uh, first of all, I did get paid by my label. Oh, dude, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, like you're, I gotta shake your hand, because no, I No, you don't want to shake seen... my hand, because it was piddly fucking bullshit. <laughs> At Let least just you tell got you, paid, dude. Have you guys ever seen those commercials where they talk about the <laughs> homeless kids, and just for a few cents a day... They got the flies could, on their face. Yeah, they got the flies on their face. Like, put my face on that child, and be like... For twenty-two cents a day, <laughs> you, you can, you can, can buy Black feed Ops a album. musician <laughs> in the band Black Ops. 
oh. for just 22 cents a day over the course of five years. Uh. So that's how much money uh, I've made. Yes. Um, but least- you know what? It, it's a new chapter in my life. But now moving forward, I'm going to work on that project with Michael Jetty. It's a synthwave project. It's cool, going to be like cool, horror cool. related. Um, go figure. But anyway, moving forward, I'm going to be doing a lot more fun stuff. Uh, our topic for today oh, oh, that oh. we didn't mention. Well, I did a few times. Did we talk about it? Uh, I do worship him on occasions. Oh, Satan. Satan. So we're going to be talking about Satan today, guys. Satanic Jamboree is the name we're going to be calling it. <laughs> Whatever the Satanic well, No, that sounds like... <laughs> jamboree sounds like a Christian thing or something. I don't know. It's like a Boy Scout event. Yeah, but... <laughs> But it definitely has um, tambourines involved, I oh, think, that's somehow. That's important. That's, they're, they're very satanic. <laughs> oh, Satan loves tambourines. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but we, I, to be honest, I never really delved into Satan uh, movies that much. I mean, I've obviously seen many movies with oh, you, it. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't say it's like the lion's share of my movies. And I found out that the 60s and 70s were absolutely 100% obsessed with it. Huh. With, it started in the 60s. For the, I mean, there was always some sort of element of Satan. Yeah. But in film, for horror movies, Satan Satanism started big time in the 70s and 60s. I wonder if it's a byproduct of The Exorcist. I don't know. I don't know if it is, but it definitely... We're much more of a religious culture in America, okay. yeah, at yeah. least. And worldwide, maybe, than okay. we used to be. And I think in the 80s, then they were like using it as like, oh, don't listen to this album backwards, like oh, we were yeah. talking about yeah, before. Yeah. Satanic Panic. Right, Satanic Panic, which we were going to name this title, but everybody uses that, so we just went, we're like, well, Satanic Jamboree. Yeah, because it's, it's, Jamboree is fun, and Satan's fun, so why not? <laughs> Hooray, high five! Yeah, Satan! Yay! <laughs> I love you, Satan! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I'm sorry I went on that tangent. I'm probably going to cut that most of that out. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I like to be honest with you guys, and honestly, I think uh, that hopefully that translates to you guys as genuine. No, it's it's honestly. For, I think you should keep it, man. It's pretty fascinating because uh, I I have not seen any money from my label. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, but, but you haven't asked either. Well, we have in the past, but not recently. Yeah. See, I was on top of that shit, okay. like white on rice or flies on dead or whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> But that's enough of that bullshit. Bullshit. I think it might be that time for Horshots! Yay! Hippity skippity! I like the shots! Okay, so today's horror shot, since we're doing Satanic Jamboree... Oh. Jippity! I feel like I just need a tambourine while we're hanging out, you know, like, Satan, come with me, oh Lord. (laughs) Um, But this one, uh, we figured, we kind of wanted to stick within the the Satan thing, but we also wanted to be creative and fun. Yeah. So we came up with a shot. If you guys have seen The Exorcist, you'll know this quote very well. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. That is my favorite. I say that all the time. <laughs> Whenever yeah. I talk shit about somebody, I'm like, that motherfucker sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, that's yes. from that movie. Oh, yeah. So now you guys know. If you haven't seen it, go out and rush out. And, uh, but yeah, this one's called Your Mother Sucks Cocks in Hell, which is a quote directly from... What's her name? Linda Blair. Linda Blair, who was in The Exorcist. 
and what the ingredients entail. And I actually had to do some research on this shit because one of our contestants for the video giveaway, the DVD giveaway, oh, yeah. had suggested one foot cock. And I was like, that's perfect. I want the one foot cock. Of course but you do. they only sell it in New York. Is, is this? Is no, this... it's called fighting cock. Oh, fighting cock here. Yeah. Well, I'll take any kind of cock. Well, that's what I figured. So I wanted to get something with cock for the Your Mother Sucks Cocks in Hell. So I got Fighting Cock, which is about 18 bucks at BevMo. Oh, right on, right on. Uh, we're going to add some Tabasco sauce. Ooh. Kind of unoriginal, but it makes sense because it's hot, and so is Satan, and the hell. devil, yeah. fire. Plus, uh, he's just generally sexy. And, you know, because, you know, Satan always has everything to do with limes. <laughs> I'm putting lime juice in there for shits and giggles. So I hope you're ready for this. I'm not. There's a trash. Can- no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. There, there's no fireball. And by the way, just so you know what we're sipping on, Mike's drinking some Vitali uh, vodka, and I'm drinking Smith and Forge hard cider. Which most of you may be like, oh, hard it's cider. actually really good. It's it's tasty, dude. It is like the Guinness of hard cider. It's tasty, dude. It really is. It's a much thicker, darker cider, and it doesn't make me shit my brains out. Yeah. So, and, and every sip that you take, you slowly grow a dress. <laughs> what a fucking dick! <laughs> you know what? If it's a nice dress, <laughs> you know, maybe it's worth it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Maybelline. You know what? You can just shut your fucking mouth, Michael. <laughs> oh, God. Seriously, dude. Just fucking <laughs> pour that shot, yo. So let's go ahead. Pour it up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because that that uh, that cock bourbon is, uh, isn't too bad. It's okay. Yeah, we had a little bit beforehand, by yeah, the way, guys. Okay with that. But we didn't do the shot. We I was just, like, curious. Sexually curious. <laughs> Which, uh, <laughs> what this is going to taste like, the whiskey itself, the bourbon... Because it is a bourbon, and I went around, and I was like, hmm, it's should actually- we do a blowjob shot with, like, red in it? And I was like, nah, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. it's It actually, it's it's not bad. The, the bourbon's not bad. I, I think it's a good idea with uh, the, because it's this cock whiskey, and your mother sucks cock. Right? I think and it's it, hot, it, so it's yeah. spicy. I, it totally works. It totally right? works. Right? It makes sense. Yeah. So we're going to put a little Tabasco. Some Tabasco. Tabasco. Yeah, yeah it's good. Just swiggle I like, a little Tabasco. Sometimes on the, uh, the range when I'm eating my uh, buffaloes and whatnots and twigs. I I'm sure it's really out. strong, so I'm just going to put a little bit. And then we're going to put a little little splashy poo mm. of lime. You know, the lime works too. You know why? Why? The pea soup that she vomits out of her That's mouth. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I, it's funny course. that you say that. <laughs> really? Is that what That is literally oh, I was why just I fucking, thought of that. I was trying to cover your Because ass. it's green. No, I really <laughs> seriously <laughs> thought of that. I went all out. No, that's cool, man. All right. All so right. I don't even want to smell it because we've already had bad luck with that, so you guys can go <laughs> fuck yourself. We're not drinking wine. It just smells like bourbon. I smelled it. Why did we smell it? <laughs> I have to enjoy I, I, it. It's, it's the... the, the the, the whole bouquet. Yeah, it's not wine. It's not wine. It's not coffee. It's not... Ugh. All right. I should probably soak this up in a tampon and stick it in my ass. <laughs> Cheers. All right, let's do this. All right. Oh. Oh, that's weird. It's not... It doesn't like, have a bad after kick, but... It's like being raped by a lawnmower. 
It burns. <laughs> I mean, we put we like four or five sh- drops of Tabasco in there. It's not the Tabasco that's getting me. It's the uh, it's the lime. The lime. Yeah. It ju- it's just not right. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's like walking in on your parents having sex. Yeah, I don't think I would order this, but <laughs> I, I would order it to not order it. Okay, so now now that I. The after effects, I can still taste the fighting cock. The first initial thing I felt was the Tabasco. The lime was like the secondary after. Yeah. I, and I it was kind of like, me. I didn't taste any Tabasco. I just tasted cock. So it didn't burn? <laughs> no. Really? It burned well, I, me. I, I drink this. All, I drink Tabasco out of the bottle. Oh. So it, it, this is. You're this so is, fucking cool, Mike. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> oh, pickles. <laughs> oh, pickles. No, but I, I, this really fucked me up, this lime juice. I, you know what? And I'm, I, you know, I could probably spend the next five years trying to finish this. <laughs> what is it? 25 fluid ounces of on the house sweetened lime juice. Like, well, I guess unless we make margaritas or, or something. Or some it, it would be great in anything with rum. Probably. Yeah. But I looked up bourbon online. I was like, what mixes with bourbon? And then I just like looked at all these recipes. Oh. And one of them said Tabasco. And I was like, you know, we did that two episodes ago, but... So that's it. I don't know. Do you want to do another one or should we not? I don't give a flying fuck. So we should do it. Yeah. Because, you know, when I'm worshiping Satan, <laughs> there's one thing that... I mean, Satan would want this. Yeah, Satan is like... We he, don't want to let him down. He showed it to me last week and he's like, hey, hey bro. Hey, bro. Bro. Because, you know, <laughs> Satan, who's like thousands of years old, is totally acclimated with fucking urban fucking teenage fucking language. The, the only thing that he's really good at is the exploding fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flaming fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, oh, oh, there, oh, oh. You want this... me to shit my pants? Well, you said, oh, I didn't even taste it. I didn't even taste it. So... Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Okay, he's pouring more of this green jizz into the shot glass. It's uh, it's disgusting. It is kind of, it does have like a weird effect. Uh, it has a disgusting effect. Yeah, look, like we've literally, I've not put a dent in this lime juice, dude. Like, what the fuck? All right, one more. So, because we're not fucking pussies. One more for your mother sucks cocks in hell. I might hell. need the trash can here in a minute. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about your the face. Is a, face is a trash can. But I like to push myself past. Oh, past the vomiting. Yeah. Well, I no, I like to push myself to the point where it, it's a possibility. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? For what? the radio. Oh, it's it's important. It it was good. Radio uh, there's going to be a time where I puke. I know it. And it's probably not going to be in a trash can as neatly as you do. <laughs> it's probably going to be all over the mic I was and very like polite. down my pants. <laughs> I'm setting myself up horribly right here. Okay. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Let's do this. Drink your shit. Drink your shit. Ah, that was way worse the second time. Yeah. You know, I never knew what a I thousand... I had to chase it with that fucking cider. <laughs> I was going to say, I never knew what a thousand buttholes tasted like. <laughs> my mouth is salivating. Like, it's like, and my nipples have poked through my shirt. Oh, yeah, I can see them. Dude, I could cut diamonds with these yeah. right now. Dustin diamonds. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for horse shots. Get ready for the news, you motherfuckers! Here is the fucking news!
had a few news items that were uh, pretty, pretty fucking interesting, to be honest. Yeah, you were telling me about one of them, but w- first of all, let's before we trample over anything that might be precious to other people, uh. let's first talk about Herschel Gordon Lewis. Oh yeah, just dude. passed away at That's the age of ninety. Insanely not cool. I mean, well, granted, like, how old was he? Ninety years old. Yeah, so it's it. it he does, lived a long life. That's what I was gonna say. It does suck that he died, but at the same time, man, if you're getting to that old, that's still like a, an accomplishment, you know. You know what's crazy to me? If you guys are a fan of Herschel Gordon Lewis, one of the main, I would say, one of the biggest movies that he ever did that really kind of spawned uh, a lot of other movies is Blood Feast. Oh man! And when I was a kid, I remember my father had that shit on on uh beta and pre betamax by the way what was pre beta well there was beta and then there was betamax oh okay okay beta uh, this is what pissed a lot of people off cuz sony was the creator of beta yeah which is a hunt, like way better format than vhs oh for sure and they made betamax shortly after it was like a year after they put out beta yeah. Everybody was like, oh, beta, 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 beta. We can have our own movies. We can record our own shit. Oh, my God. Beta, 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 beta. And then all of a sudden they were like, hey, by the way, we forgot to tell you there's Betamax. And everybody was like, fuck you, Sony! You piece of shit! I spent $700 on this fucking thing! Anyway, I'm, I'm just exaggerating a little bit. Oh, dude, I, uh, as a side note, uh, next time I'm at my parents' house, I think this will have their Betamax camera. So, my dad has one. Oh, dude! I remember like, it 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 had like, it didn't hold the tape. You had to have the the. Pouch. Oh yeah, the pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mine had that too. Yeah, my dad had like this orange colored one that they used in the studios. <laughs> oh shit! To record like in the TV studios and oh, stuff that he bought. I don't think he ever used. It had like the, it was like five prongs in the back that you connected to the five back. Five prongs. But then we also he did Beta, Betamax, and VHS because. I, I think I mentioned this early in the early days. My oh. dad was like one of the, for me, in my world, yeah. he was one of the only people that I knew that actually had like video camcorder recording. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like this big ass clunky fucking thing, but it was like, holy shit, you can record shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, we can dude. make movies and shit. Like I was like blown away by that. But yeah, Herschel Gordon Lewis was, he was the godfather of gore is what they consider him. In fact, he started off his movie career doing what they call cutie nudies in the 60s. <laughs> so but, good, good movies. Yeah, basically a bunch of half-naked girls beating around a volleyball. So like Skinamax. Yeah, essentially the early inklings of Skinamax. <laughs> but like these these kind of sexploitative films Okay. that he would do. And then, you know, after that kind of died down, he was like, you know what, what do I do? What do I, how do I push the boundaries? You know, and then he made Blood Feast. And Blood Feast, if you watch it today, like some of you guys that are not old enough to even know what it is are going to be like, oh, this isn't even all that good. But you got to remember, you got to put yourself back in the time yeah. when this shit was never done. So it was like shocking for people. They were like, oh my God. Fuck. Like, holy fucking Christ, mother of God. Hail Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan. Uh, but yeah, he did uh, Blood Feast, 2000 Maniacs, 
Uh, but he died just this past week on Monday in his home, which I lived in Pompano Beach, Florida. Oh, really? But he died in Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, he was 90 years old, and his death was confirmed by his son. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I thought about doing our episode about his movies. Oh, yeah. We can't still at one point. Oh, I would still love to, because actually yeah. they're going to be coming out with a uh, a new um, box set oh, of, oh, like, you're... 15 of his movies. Oh, that's nuts, dude. On Blu-ray, and yeah. they're even going to have a DVD counterpart oh, that's cool. of the same movies. With, like, all the special features, all this crazy shit. And this was done before he died. Wow. And it literally, like, it's too uncanny that it happened at this time. But, like, if you go on online, guys, I think it's, like, between 250 and $300. That's nuts. For the whole set. But still, 15 flicks, you said. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> like, even yeah. for 10 movies, that's, like, 25 bucks a piece. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about 17 bucks a piece for these old ass movies. Granted, I'm not trying to put down his work. These are all historical pieces of film. But uh, but there is a box set that is out. You can actually buy it now and I'll try to link you guys to the Amazon online or some website that you can find it. But if you're big Herschel uh, Gordon Lewis fans, you know, real sorry, you know, it sucks that we lost somebody. But he has paved the way for a lot of other directors and a lot of other people, especially yeah. Rob Zombie, probably, uh, who is, like, infatuated with a lot of his work. <laughs> He's often very interested in, like, 60s movies yeah, and, for and sure. 70s films. So. But uh, speaking of which, you uh, had some interesting news that you told me about. Uh, some other stuff here. About Rob Zombie. Oh, oh, yeah, Rob Zombie, dude. Fuck, this is a... I don't have that... Well, I can bring up the specifics here, but... Uh, John Carpenter finally chimed in on Rob Zombie's version of Halloween. Which he's been really rather silent about it, and that just makes you wonder. Yeah, he lied about me. This this is a direct quote from John Carpenter. Uh, he said he lied about me. He said I was very cold to him when he told me he was going to, to make it. Nothing could be further from the truth, I said. Make it your own movie, man. This is yours now. Don't worry about me. I was incredibly supportive. Why that piece of shit lied, I don't know. Whoa! hey Yeah, uh, pretty much Carpenter was like... I mean, uh, I'm going to... Apparently, this is what John Carpenter said to his student. He was in a, like, oh. uh, uh, like a... Like a class or something? Like a it? class or something, and he was, like, just being, like, a speaker for the class. The candid. For film. Yeah. And he was, and I think somebody brought up, like, what he thought about it. And somebody was recording while he did it. Which, you know, I'm sure John... It's been enough time that he's just like, you know what? I need to get it out. Now, it's interesting to hear uh, what he thinks because uh, I, I think I read somewhere else in this article, too, that he didn't like the fact that uh, Zombie went too deep into detail with the backstory of Myers. He was Because uh, Carpenter was more like Michael Myers is just like a force of nature. Right. And, and not... He didn't need this backstory. And this goes back to our first episode, which, okay. by the way, guys, this is our 10th episode. 10 episodes, dude. 10 fucking episodes. That's 10 weeks yeah. of behind-the-scenes nonsense. What did I just say? <laughs> you were talking about the first episode in regards to... Uh, oh, yeah, in the first episode, we were talking about how mystery is the most important factor in horror. 
not knowing the details of the creature or the the horror or the terror well, that yeah. you're experiencing. Because well, if, if you yeah, you're right, if you give the details of what is horrific, horrific, excuse me, then you have automatically started the process of how do I defeat this thing? Oh, I know, and this is exactly what we came across in the first episode. The whole reason that the uh, uh, part of the reason that Twin Peaks fell apart was because the studio forced them to tell who killed Laura Palmer. I don't think that's what it was. I, I well, I heard that the studio that they said you need to tell who killed Laura Palmer, and that's what Mark Frost and I don't think that's what defeated it. I think, and reg- uh, aside from a few shows that did like Dallas. Okay, but you know, you know what I'm getting at. Though, yeah, I know, no, I know, oh, okay, totally, totally know what you're cool. talking okay, about. Because cool, cool, cool. I've thought about this a million times. But Dallas was one of those shows that had a long running story. Yeah, kind of like you know, Days of Our Lives or whatever. Sands in the Hourglass. Yeah, there was so many people that would watch. Like people's attention to television was fleeting, and it wasn't like something that they tuned in every single night for. Like people led separate lives other than TV and they were lucky enough they would catch it and if they were even more lucky enough sometime later they would catch a rerun of of whatever it was okay yeah but it was very rare to be able to come across the entire story in a row without missing anything I think David Lynch's Twin Peaks was so in order that people weren't able to follow because it wasn't episodic it was like it left where it left off each episode, hmm. which is very popular right now, but back then it wasn't. So I think a lot of people tuned out. Huh. But because of it, it became a cult classic because of those few people that were interested in Twin Peaks. They were like, fuck, dude, this is great. Like, start to finish. And people were like, I didn't understand it. That's because you didn't watch every single episode to know what was going on. But anyway. Oh, anyways. No, no, I, I'm just getting... Uh, I forgot. I, I Sorry, you got me on a tangent on that. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. No, you were saying that... That... Kind of like how Twin Peaks was. Um, they told the story of how Laura Palmer died because it was a mystery. It should have been a mystery rather than telling the end. Oh, I was saying like, uh, oh, it's all about blowing your load too early. Yeah. You know. I don't think they blew the load too early. They, they really didn't even let you know until the end. I know. And I don't even think it made sense until the fucking Fire Walk With Me movie came out. Ah. Uh, with David Bowie in it. Oh. Dude. So, but, it's interesting to know that John Carpenter's like, go fuck yourself, dude. I. It's fascinating, dude. It's really fascinating. But let me see what else I got. He's up. old enough now that he just doesn't give a fuck. You well, know I, I mean? dude, and, and the thing is, uh, Carpenter's like, like, dude, the guy's fucking phenomenal, man. His his fucking work is like, he's one of my favorite directors. And his music is fucking like... Well, maybe that's why Rob Zombie felt like it was cold. He was like, dude, I'm like, Rob Zombie, I'm you Rob should be Zombie. like... Hell yeah! I'm Hell the, yeah! I'm, I'm the, the one that you want! I'm the super beast! <laughs> 13. And John Carmen is like, what song are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, I'm writing synthwave pop uh, horror scores that are now becoming popular 20 years later. Your music came out and died and fizzled out. Sorry, who are you again? No, I don't think he said that. I'm, 
I'm just throwing words out there, but... I'm throwing words. I, you know, as much as I am, like, anxious to see what Rob Zombie does, I'm not 100% sold on what he does. There is parts in, in Halloween, the remake that he made, that are really amazing. And in some ways, I actually really prefer the second one over the first one. Halloween 2? Yeah. Because it's straightforward. Okay. It's not trying to, like, dabble in this, like, oh, where did he come from? And where was he? Like, why? And why? Mm -hmm. And I'm throwing my arms up like an idiot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But the second one was just, like, fucking brutal. And the guy from 31 that plays the Doomhead guy? Oh, I've not seen 31. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. Well, that guy's in Halloween, too. He's, like, one of the strip club... Uh, uh, security guards, guys. Huh. Anyway, got, he gets his head stomped in. Uh, I gotta see it. I, I, I'm not. I think Zombies. He does an okay job at directing. I think he's good. Like I think he has an eye for like good cinema. I think he tries to do too much. Maybe. Yeah, he's too uh, too kitsch, kitschy. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know what that like, means. Uh, to be too honest. like. Uh, like, he's a fan of, like, 60s and 70s exploitation. Sure. No, so he, like, he likes certain parts of it, but he doesn't know how to put it into a movie. So he tries too hard to be like, I gotta make sure people know I like right. 60s and 70s exploitation, so he tries so hard to put and it And just in. to give him some credit, like, watching him perform live, I've never... Like, that guy performs better than 90% of the performers I've ever seen. Man. Like, that guy has more energy... That I've ever seen from someone that's like 50, going, you know, 55, somewhere in there. I think it's like he's 49, 50 years old. Didn't he used to make porn? I don't know. I know he used to work for Playboy or something prior to. When I mean, went, perhaps. In, in his uh, white zombie days. Maybe. Anyways. Anyways. Well, what other news do we have? There's one I want to talk about, though. One thing that's really interesting. And. I got to do more research on this because it's it's so fucking stupid. I can't okay. and it's it's a so uh there's a Paramount movie coming out called Monster Trucks. And uh the the story is as far as I understand based on what I've read is that one of the studio executives went to his 4-year-old kid and asked his kid, "Hey, do you have an idea for a movie?" And his kid was like, yeah, there should be a movie about monster trucks that have actual monsters in them. I don't know if that's the exact way that it happened. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently someone was dry with ideas. <laughs> so there's a movie coming out that's supposedly already in the in the tanks for losing money about <laughs> monster trucks that have monsters in them. And this is a... It, it, it's the guy who made uh, all those other kid movies. Oh, he did uh, Ice Age. Oh, Ice Age. Robots. Robots. And another Ice Age movie. That's but he's done a lot of kids' movies. In all fairness, yeah, I can see why he would... You know, because think about it. Like, what do kids want to see? You know what I mean? What do they think like? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could see why the appeal is that. But it's like, take a general idea and run with it. Yeah. A little bit. But yeah, I watched the trailer with you. And it looks stupid. It, it's a kid's movie. I, I liked it when Stephen King did it with Amelia. He's all like taking <laughs> selfies with this monster that essentially he's removed the the entire engine of the vehicle and the monster lives inside the monster truck. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks like Herbie goes bananas. <laughs> um, only with, like, a shitty monster that looks like How to Train a Dragon. And no bananas. And it's like an octopus, but, like, the face of the How to Train a Dragon thing. <laughs> And don't ask me how I know. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, any a... kids listening? Fucking <laughs> whatever. But yeah, no, yeah, it, it was a weird trailer. Yeah, it's not something I'm I'm curious to watch. Oh, I, I have in the no desire. I just thought it was funny that that's the story behind the creation of the film. Right. One thing I do want to talk about. We we I wanted to talk about earlier. We did not yet. Is we both finally saw the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, shit. We didn't go into that. I know. That's kind of newsy-ish. No. We're just going to add it in this okay, second. Okay. We're going to news it in. <laughs> All right. We're newsed in. All right. So we both saw Ghostbusters, the yeah. new movie, the remake or reboot, whatever. I'm not trying to be... Okay. First of all, oh. let me just give you a background on me. Uh, he's, he's a huge... He hates women. Yeah. He, he's a... <laughs> He's a misogynistic asshat. I beat women. Yeah, he's like six women in his basement right now. (laughs) I'm like John Wayne Gacy, only with women. Um, No. Uh, Truth is, uh, my mother and father both worked, and they were both considered to be the head of the household in my life. Yeah. I have much respect for women, and my opinion of Ghostbusters directly has nothing... Nothing to do with women, okay? Like it has absolutely nothing. Let's just tell you right now about that. So no, I like women. Both of us feel that women are very strong and have oh. the potential to do whatever it is that they want to do, just as and much it, as any person in this world. And I was gonna say too, like I know people may pan the film. We can get into this in more detail, but I think making it a female cast was one of the smartest things they could have done. I was super supportive. It, of it. it is insanely fucking cool. Do you know who? You want to know who turned it into a fucking sex fest? Oh, who? A fucking. Uh, oh, Sony? man versus Sony? woman, Sony. Uh, oh, you Sony, yeah. those fucking assholes yeah. that everybody's ready to jerk off in their mouth, especially if you're in video games, God by the way. Damn it. You're like, oh my God, Sony is so amazing. Oh, Everybody loves it. Oh, oh my God. And they oh, jerk it off on their face. First of all, let me tell you something about Sony, dude. They're a corporation, they could give two fucks about your fandom. Yeah. They, they, you know what they think of your fandom? Money. They don't give a fuck about what it is. So yeah. Xbox, Sony, if they're making extra money, they don't give a fuck about you, all right? First of all. Second of all, Sony used sexism as a way to market their film because it was absolute shit. Oh, dude, yeah. And I've, I've, I've read that from multiple places, and I completely agree. Well, the thing about me is, like, it wasn't as bad. Like, It's bad, dude. Well, like I, I, I'm, I giving. I'll give it a three out of ten. I, I could give it a three out of ten. I could yeah, do that. Like three out of ten at the most. But for me, three. To, it's like this. Like I was t- kind of telling you earlier. The what they should have done with the film. There's a few things that could have fixed it. Right. Number one, don't call it Ghostbusters. Call it something else. <laughs> let it. <laughs> let, let it be a spoof on Ghostbusters. It was a spoof. Yeah. On Ghostbusters. <laughs> Only unfortunately, <laughs> use the same name as Ghostbusters. I know. Let it let it be like its own galaxy quest in a way, you know. And the problem that it, it, the true problem that it had is that it had no drama. There was no true. There was no horror and no drama. It was just superficial jokes. Dude, the, it was like cotton candy. Yep. Fucking piece of shit. Yep. 
Everything yep, about yep. it was so synthetic. Yep. And you know what the sad so part is? And I mentioned this to you before we okay. we did the cast. Leslie Jones, who is the the black female, she was fucking. Who phenomenal. was kind of like the what's his name from the original Ghostbusters? Ernie Hudson. Up, huh? Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. She got kicked out of the internet. She quit it. She was like, "Fuck mm. this." I fucking don't believe that anybody, you know, I guess people were being super racist, which is just fucking wrong. Like, you know how the internet is, guys. They were being racist. They were being sexist. They were saying all these fucking things about how you fucking shit all over the Ghostbusters and stuff. And first of all, they did not write the story. They did not direct the fucking movie. Hail Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Hail Satan! They didn't do any of that shit, though, for real. They didn't. And Leslie Jones literally is the best actor in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to tag Leslie in this so that she knows she that she it. was the best thing about that movie. Better than Dan Aykroyd. Better than fucking, sorry, earmuffs. Uh, <laughs> fucking Bill Murray. Like, everyone in this movie, and I'm sorry if you're friends with them, Leslie... You were the best thing about the movie. You really were. You were the only person that ever landed a joke, and it made it work. Except for that one joke that Thor, I can't think of his name. Chris Helmsworth? Chris Helmsworth. He was like, oh, he didn't use the front door. He used the wrong door. And they threw him out the window, and I was like, ah, that's funny. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm going to go blow my brains out. (laughs) No, I I mean, I think... I think all the people involved with the film are fantastic fantastic at what they do. I separately. Just, separately. I just don't think they were given the opportunity to really you know, show their colors. Dude, it felt like – dude, this is what it felt like. It felt like Paul Fagg was like, you know what? I'm going to have all these people that I'm friends with like get in this movie and it's Saturday Night Live again because, you know, Ghostbusters, Saturday Night Live. I know, but the other thing It too, felt like he was just taking his best friend's takes – on the fact that they were best friends. Ah, man. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I so he wasn't saying. being like, like, oh, you did that wrong. We got to do that again. He was like, you're amazing. I love you. Let's do this. And Let's it just do didn't this. fit. Uh-huh. Well, the, uh, the thing I want to mention, too, is like uh, the original Ghostbusters was written by Dan Aykroyd and uh, Harold Ramis. Right. And Dan Aykroyd is same actually. Blues Brothers, right? Well, what's up? Wasn't Blues Brothers the same way? Uh, it could have been. I'm not quite sure. Because Blues Brothers was written before Ghostbusters. It, it could have been. I'm not quite sure. Dan Aykroyd was like severely like intricate with his details. Well, the the, the what I'm getting into is uh, Dan Aykroyd is uh, heavily into the paranormal. Right. He, no, he, his family was. I know his family. His family's actually did paranormal fucking investigations. Yeah, I have one of his dad's books. Really? Yeah. Uh, Which he seems a little crazy, guys, because he does do some alien books. Oh, uh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, by the way. He does a lot of uh, UFO stuff. But yeah. I mean, like, so when you have someone who actually has a belief in the paranormal writing a film about the paranormal, right. it really, well, it really shines. With it. It, it shines, you sure. know? And then and then going off, like, uh, the, the new Ghostbusters did not have him involved, but I want to talk about this as well, the Ghostbusters video game. Oh, yeah. Because him and Harold Ramis wrote... All of the actors did it. Yeah. It was like Sam Raimi doing the Evil Dead Regeneration game. There was a game called Evil Dead Regeneration, and it had Ted Raimi, and Sam Raimi actually wrote the whole story. Oh, wow. 
And it's considered to be like Army of Darkness 2 or... See, that's fucking killer. Evil Dead 3 or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah, very similar. Dan Aykroyd and all the same people that were doing Ghostbusters wrote that game. And I beat it and played it. And I have it on PC. You said you played it on Xbox? Uh, Xbox. Yeah. I beat it recently, like within the last nine months. Yeah, I beat it like two or three times a day. (laughs) I saw the look in your eye and I knew it was going that way. If you open the door, I'm going to walk through it. I swear to God. You will walk through it with an erection. Um, But yeah, Ghostbusters, like, I give it a three out of ten. And you know why? Yeah. Because it's not original. It didn't make me laugh like I wanted to. And and I was very supportive before the movie was shown. I was super yeah. supportive of it. I was like, guys, don't be fucking... This could be really good. I actually liked Bridesmaids. Paul Fagg is in the, is in the chair, in the director's chair. We got... What's her name? The fucking... No, I actually like her as an actor, though. Like, I think she's pretty funny, and a lot of people don't like her. No, I, she is fucking phenomenal, dude. What's her name? Oh, I forget what her name is. But she's she's honestly really fucking cool, man. Yeah, she's funny and, as and, shit. And, and, and Laura was telling me, too, she has her own, like, line of uh, plus-size clothing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't really care about that. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm just being honest, but thank you, Laura. <laughs> it's good radio (laughs) oh my god okay uh anyway let's move on from the ghostbusters yeah Uh, let's move on if you guys are looking to be punched in the face numerous times and then told you're pretty um then watch ghostbusters it's a great movie it's the oh that's one thing I forgot to mention the villain in Ghostbusters the re, the reboot I, I don't remember who the fuck he was it doesn't matter <laughs> and, and maybe he's good in anything else that the other does that was the worst like the first Ghostbusters we have fucking that crazy chick that nobody knew who the fuck she was as an actor Gozer she was Gozer and it was like amazing like we were like holy shit like who the fuck is this bubble shit like this bubble lady like coming out half naked and she's like are you gods and like how big and amazing that was and how this seemed like a tv show pilot oh jesus christ like the worst tv show pilot like they took a spoof and tried to make a spoof of a spoof and then they were like, let's go fucking just destroy someone's nostalgia. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. No, look, you know what? No, no, Ghost- you're, you're right. You're right. You're right, dude. They, they, they uh, fucked it's up. It's bad writing. It's bad directing. It's a bad movie. The actors are told what to do. They're fine. Yeah. I they, give them they, all yeah, clearance. No, I, seriously. And I, I, I even like give them Paul all. I like a them. little bit of clearance because he actually has done some shit. And I'm sorry if I'm pissing you guys off. You know what? Welcome to the cast. So it's so bad that it might be satanic? Satan. <laughs> well, no, Satan clearly had nothing to do with it because it would have been a much successful movie if he had. Like, he has that power. You know uh, what he I mean? has that power. Jesus is obviously under, is the reason why. Jesus throws throws his hands up. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Looks like someone nailed it. <laughs> oh, I love blasphemy. All right, one last thing I want to mention for the okay. news, and we'll move on. We've yeah. really this is probably our longest segment for uh, news ever. I like a good few feet. Yeah, we're going to be cutting a lot of this out probably. 
Turbo Kid 2. Oh. It's not exactly horror. Yeah, talk about it, though, for sure, dude. Well, Turbo, if you guys are not familiar, there was a movie that was put out. I call it a retro pastiche. Mm. A pastiche is literally a recreation of something that was done in the past. And it's done in the style of it. So perhaps maybe doing a movie that, like, if you've ever seen Suspiria and how, like, like beautiful I swear to God, they, visually... they better never remake Suspiria. Well, they're probably going to do I it. swear to God, I'm going to punch a dick in the face. <laughs> But, like, just imagine, like, if you were trying to recreate Suspiria and do it in a, a silly way. There's a movie called The Editor that did something similar to it. Mm. Uh, they did Manborg. It was the oh, okay. Astro okay. Nine guys. Okay. And actually, um, the Void movie uh, is from the some of the Astro Nine okay, guys. Cool. I think I'm, I hope I'm saying it right. I'm drunk, so just don't be pissed at me. Drizok? If we have to amend something, just amend it yourself and deal with it, all right? Amend it. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, uh, Turbo Kid 2 is coming out. Uh, Les Matos, which is a French synthwave band that did the soundtrack. It's very 80s, very sci-fi music. Okay. Um, They were a part of the first one. I don't know if they're going to be doing the second part, but what they did say is that the movie was going to take off where it left off. So where the Turbo Kid left off some of the main characters it's going to take off they didn't say if some of the same actors are going to be back in it i'm sure some of them will be uh the ones that are alive i'm gonna throw up <laughs> not really um but yeah that's it do it so that's some fucking news that's, that's the, the fucking, fucking news, news! probably really hot in the mic i probably yelled too close <laughs> probably so, you're yeah. hotter than me well of course i am yeah <laughs> wow but he's got a smaller dick hey so we got some new uh new releases so we're gonna do some new releases real do it quick up, do it up do it up. and i'm gonna try to try to do this as quick as i can so there is some new movies that are coming out um, that are going to be on Blu-ray. I usually typically kind of jump onto the Blu-ray scene. Um, nothing too amazing, to be honest. You got The Purge Election Year that's going to be coming out. I want to see still. I have not have you, seen Have you seen the second one? I have not seen any of the Purge movies. Really? Ne- I, negatory goes right man, now. Man. Are they any good? or? I like the first one a lot because it has a they, the whole cat and mouse very small situation. Some people curse it for that. They're like, oh, it's Purge. It should have been like out in the streets and everything's crazy. And like, that's a good idea, but sometimes you lose the tension well, when you put yourself in smaller situations. Well, uh, plus, like, uh, without even me seeing it, but having you describe that, I can already tell it's a low budget film, probably right. shot and done correctly. There was uh, the guy that was in it. Um, the first guy, and I can't think of his name. Sorry, guys. We'll fucking put it in the comments or some shit. Kevin's Kevin's uh, Bacon. Kevin's Bacon. No, he wasn't in it. Kevin's Wake. But there bacon. was somebody in it in the first one that did an, a decent job. Um, then the second movie, they turned it into a like another story with another group of people. Oh, okay. And then it took it into the streets. Oh, okay. Okay. They took it to the streets. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this shit to the streets. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. So they took it to the streets. And then the third one, they take it to the streets only further, and now they're trying to protect uh, some sort of uh, huh. political figure who is against the the purge. 
and is obviously pointing out that you're trying to target like minorities to like clean out people who oh, are okay, low income okay. and all that other shit huh. to like make the the cream rise to the top kind of thing. I like my cream rising to the top. Yeah, but. <laughs> The Purge election year is going to be coming out October 4th. So probably by the time you guys hear this, you'll either have it or you'll about to have it. Uh, obviously, just as a reminder, and I keep bringing this up, the It, Stephen King's It, with the t-shirt and everything, is going to be released on October 4th. Plus, they just wrapped shooting it. They just wrapped the new movie, yeah. so separately. Yeah. But yeah, the original It... Uh, miniseries is going to be out on DVD or Blu-ray and DVD. That's nuts. Sharknado The Fourth Awakens is going to be on <laughs> on Blu-ray. Sweet. I'm, a I'm... 1964 movie called The Earth Dies Screaming, which I haven't seen. Mm. Vamp Special Edition Blu-ray is coming out. The only way to get it. Chosen Survivors uh, is also coming out. Who gets voted off the island? October 4th. I haven't seen that, but it looks like a, it's like a vampire movie because it's got like some bad on the front. <laughs> Fender Bender, they're actually doing a re-release of Gremlins 1 and 2. It's like a two-pack Blu-ray. Oh, that's cool. And it's got like little tiny little gizmo and a little stripe. <laughs> yeah. So that might be fun. Also, and get this, guys. If you guys have seen that new um, Scanners sequel that they call a Scanner sequel, it's oh, the really? uh, Mind's Eye. Oh, I, I need to see it. Yeah, I you haven't seen that see yet. It, I made little jokes about it, but it's actually a pretty good movie. Oh, it's cool, man. Um, they have Mind's Eye on Blu-ray coming out, and it's literally $30, but if you pre-order it on Amazon, it's twelve ninety nine. So that's literally like $17 less <laughs> than what you would pay, which is insanely big. That's actually pretty cool, man. They got um I know what you did last summer when a stranger calls and vacancy. That's oh, a triple feature not one. Bad. Yeah, that's coming out on October fourth. That's actually not a bad flick. Oh, it makes you think of a. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. There's another movie uh, along the lines of Vacancy about uh, John Cusack. It's of these people going to a hotel, but it's really taking place in a guy's mind. Oh crazy. yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Blood Punch is coming out on physical Blu-ray. I believe you can watch that on Shudder, guys. Um, so if you guys are fans of Shudder, it says it's already out. It's like, if I order it, it's like fourteen ninety five, and it comes out October 3rd. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the new releases, guys. New I releases. mean, I try to give you guys kind of a heads up of some of the earlier stuff. I have mentioned other ones in the other podcasts. So don't hate me. I love you. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. But that's it for the new releases. So that's now okay. we're going to step into Satan. Yeah, I'm going to walk into this. I got to like, I'm, I'm, I'm creating this uh, satanic circle. Do you got that right chalk, now. dude? Can that you put chalk? that on the carpet? Yeah, I'm, I'm creating this, uh, this, this chalk circle here. That's pretty nice. But although that that side doesn't look like it has a star. I got to like work on it a little more. Yeah, there but you, go. you know what's that a looks good, good actually? It, it looks, looks really pretty hot. Good. You know what? You know my favorite part about Satan. He's he's down to fuck. <laughs> you know, you're going to piss a lot of people off on this episode, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> hey. Some, some Satan fans. Satan. Satan. Satano. Satanos. Dominos. Santos. 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 Santanicos. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, I actually looked up a lot of like Christmas movies. Oh, yeah? Because, guys, we're going to be doing a Christmas special. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And I don't know dude. if we're going to spread it out over a couple of episodes. Silent Night, Deadly I'm Night. I'm going to be going away to my family's um, house for Christmas, so we may record two episodes back-to-back within the same day or two, yeah. just so you know. Oh. But we got a lot of movies set up for Christmas, and yeah. uh, some of them you may have seen, some of them you may have not. Uh, I'm just going to watch Home Alone. Oh, God, that's, <laughs> and that's hell on earth right there. Fierce, no, uh, satanic movies. Yeah, so meat and the, the meat and potatoes, the satanic jamboree that we want to put together. Satanic potpourri, maybe. Mm. Hmm. I like the smell of Satan. The, the smell of uh, uh, fire and brimstone. It smells like reality and uh, <laughs> well-being for oneself. It smells like awesomeness and my job. <laughs> Anyways, so Satan was big in the 60s and 70s, I found out. Well, he's he's been big for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like as far as film goes, clearly he's been a big deal. But the 60s and 70s really had the um, lion's share of fucking Satan movies. Yeah. And I sure. realized that, you know, I'm kind of a big 80s fan. Oh, for sure, dude. And I have dabbled in the 70s. And I have dabbled a little bit in the 60s, but not very much. I've dabbled in the sat- satanicies. Yeah. The satanicies. Um, well, let's go over some of the films. Well, I, mean, I have to bring up one of the first films that I think that is kind of the epitome of uh, satanic films. It didn't really do too well in the box office. Oh, really? Um, and that's called Devil's Reign. Oh, I did not fucking see that yet. Yeah, Devil's Reign... Dude, I need to see that real bad. ...is one of those movies... It, it just... It came out in 1975. Okay. It has, like, one of the biggest all-star casts. Really? For, like, a horror movie. Like, it really does. Wow. Like, you have Ernest Bornine, Eddie Albert, Ida Lupino, William Shatner is in it. <laughs> uh, Tom Skerritt. Is in it? Huh. Have you ever seen Poltergeist three? Yes, I have. Tom scares the dad. It's been a while. It's been a while. But Tom scares the dad. He was also in uh, Alien, the first Alien, <clears throat> Top Gun, Picket Fences. He was in quite a bit. But Tom Skerritt's in this, and uh, he plays. It's like it's funny because you think the movie's like about Tom William Shatner, yeah, right off the bat, and then he kind of gets taken into the satanic cult, huh? And then. Tom Skerritt takes over, and he's kind of like the main protagonist. But there's uh, a lot of people. Ernest Borgnine is he? Uh, the funny thing about this, and there's there's some pretty interesting stuff that happened around this Devil's Reign movie. If you guys haven't seen this, it's not exactly good, but it has become <laughs> very cult because it's one of those movies that they actually had Anton Levey really. Do they actually asked him to be a part of the movie and to be a consultant on the movie because they wanted to make it as legitimate as they could with the Church of Satan. And he even starred in it. Anton LaVey starred in it with his wife in the movie as one of the high really? priestess and high priest in the movie. Apparently, and I looked this up, I mean, I did some serious digging for this movie because I was just so curious about it, but Ernest Borgnine, who plays the fucking 
He plays the small town sheriff. Apparently this whole town is like Satanist. Okay. And Ernest Borgnine is like the cop. He's like the cop of the town, but he's also like the head. Oh, okay. Like the head leader of the satanic temple or whatever. But Ernest Borgnine didn't want to make another movie about Satan, anything about satanic shit. Because of some of the eerie and strange occurrences that have happened, that actually happened on the set while they were shooting. Interesting. Dude, fascinating. And I looked and I dug 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 and I I could not find what happened on the set. Hmm. Like, there is very few. Like, the only way that we would find out is if we asked Ernest or uh, William Shatner, probably. What the fuck happened on Devil's Reign? (laughs) And And I heard that John Travolta was in this movie. And like a oh, tiny bit part, it was like his first movie. Really? That's fucking nuts, dude. I don't know if I'm right on that, so fucking don't fucks. be mad at me if I'm wrong. But I know that for a fact that he did say that's a shitty movie. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, that's a shitty movie. <laughs> but I think he was in it. So, but interesting, another interesting fact is that the Church of Satan mm. has a film list oh, of different yeah. movies that they consider to be within the realm of the right way to speak about Satan and, you know, the ways of, of Satan and everything Satan. like that. Satan. And there's some there's a couple of movies that you probably may or may not know. There's the Indomitable Mr. Doctor Phoebes, Alice Sweet Alice. Uh let's see here. Blade Runner is a big one. Really? Yeah, they consider that to be an okay on the list. Blue Velvet by David Lynch. Fuck. I know. Some of these you're just like, what? It's just, it's just like somebody's go-to list of like, this is what I like when I'm fucking smoking. These are the ones that they okay out. by Satan. And I think it's because it's like, if you're looking to to um, satiate something that you want huh. and ask for help and support for it, the willpower to make it happen, so to speak. Uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, The oh, Car, yeah. Carnival of Song, uh, Souls. Oh, that's, a, that, that's old school, man. Citizen Kane. Really? Yeah, How? that's one of the lists. Well, it, no, I, I can, I can and see We'll that. post the list, by the way, in the uh, information. Yeah, I can I see Citizen Kane for sure. Um, Crawl Space is a good one. Um, Death Wish. Oh, wow. Charles dude. Bronson movie. Wow. Uh, Evil Speak. Really? Yeah, which we're probably going to be talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, we are. It's Alive. Nosferatu, the vampire from 1922, the silent version. Oh, wow. We also have Rosemary's Baby, of course. Taurus Trap. Wow. Which is an 80s film. Uh, Westworld. Really? The Wicker Man. Oh, uh, Wicker Man. That's more of a, a pagan film. I... Yeah, but it is... They are worshipping something. They also talk about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is one of the big ones. <laughs> They're saying that Willy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is like the epitome huh. of it. Wow. Interesting, right? Yeah. It's just crazy, man. Like, you know, like... And I've watched... Have you ever watched Lisa Ling, This Is Life? She uh. goes to the Church of Satan... To like interview them, and she's like one of the most non-biased uh, interviewers, oh. like journalists, okay. that you'll ever see. <laughs> she does an interview with the Church of Satan, okay, or the Temple. I hope I'm getting this right, guys. I'm sorry if I'm not. No disrespect whatsoever to anybody. 
Uh, but yeah, the, she does a really good one about Satan. Huh. And it's actually pretty interesting. And I think my buddies in the film oh, are in the, in the show. <laughs> so it's interesting. I don't know. I, I what re- movie have you saw that you were in this film? Oh, I was going to. I, I have some, but I kind of want to read these uh, nine satanic sacraments. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And, my, and like, uh, to, to totally cut this from, you know, but like to have some really creepy, like, no, satanic sacraments. These are like actual, like, verses? No, this is what it's from the Church of Satan. This is what they believe. This is the nine satanic sacraments. Okay, so what are the nine sacraments of Satan? This is the nine satanic statements. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satan represents... Have a little more respect. <laughs> Satan represents a vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Is that two? That's the second one. Okay, so what's number three? Satan represents... Undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical. <laughs> Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self deceit. Okay. So don't lie to yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of those. instead of love wasted on ingrates. Okay. <laughs> People that don't appreciate what you've yeah. done for them. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Anyways. Satan so rep- essentially, if, if someone's not doing something for you, and this is very much within the Church of Satan, if someone's not doing something for you to help you, then why should you help them? Yeah, yeah. makes sense in a way. I mean, that's why I like. I'm totally okay with some of the stuff that they say. I know, it, like in like, a way, <clears throat> like I'm probably a little more giving than I think that the Church of Satan would. You know, like I'm. I'm not saying that they aren't giving because they actually do charity work. Yeah, they do. But yeah. But get okay. Go ahead. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Right. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Wait. Say that again? Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Hmm. So they're saying that you are responsible for not being aware of of somebody trying to manipulate you. I, I, th- I think that could, could be what it is. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse, than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Hmm. That's a, that's a kind of vague one. Yeah, it's, they're, they're all pretty vague. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I can make sense of some of them. Okay, and number nine, this is the last one. Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had, as he has kept it in business all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, that's what the ninth one is. That's a really weird one. No, it's, it's like it. almost like they ran out of things to say. <laughs> I'm not trying to put down like again. Like I'm totally open. What do I fucking know? I don't like, know. I don't know what's fucking. I don't know real. anything, dude. I'm a fucking. I can't prove anything. Some of the stuff that they say, like I can totally agree with and understand why that would be a conscious level. Like religion is pretty much taking values that you believe in and then putting it towards it. I'm not saying that they're religious necessarily. They're almost like anti-religion in a way, because it's very self. Yeah, they're they're very they're very they're uh, 
they're atheists. I don't. Mm, yes that, and no. That's what they claim to but be. But that those last two didn't really make it seem very. I know. Atheist. Uh, that's what that's that's my problem with. Well, the there's church. okay. So first of all, let's just to be clear, there is the Church of Satan, and then there is the Temple of uh, the Satanic Order. I think it is. Are you talking about uh, uh, two? There's two that kind of. Uh, and I'm I'm so sorry, guys. Like I probably we didn't think about this part. We were just kind of like going with it here. Are, are you talking about like uh, the the first Church of Satan is Levays? Are you talking about Crowley's? Uh, well, there's two different churches, and they both like believe a slightly different. It's almost like a denomination of Satan. Okay. So they have like different beliefs, and sometimes when I when I actually listen to people talk about this stuff. It's almost like they don't necessarily even believe in Satan. They just believe in themselves. Oh, that, versus, that, like, the belief in Satan and then believing in themselves. So there's, like, this slight difference between yeah. the two yeah. that are, like, huge differences between the two. Well, that, from my understanding, that's the, that's the Church of Satan. Levays, they don't worship a god or anything. Right. They're more of, like... Anti-god. A, a, yeah, anti... They're just more of, like... You know, believe in yourself. Believe yeah, in, because we're all own. gods. Yeah, believe in yourself. Believe in what you can do for yourself. Correct. You know, but anyway. which I, I'm not a, completely against in some respect. Although I'm probably a little bit more goodwill towards people. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Then, then, then probably the any of that stuff is. You know what I mean? Like, like I, like I'm probably more out there to help other people than I should be. Well, no, it's all good, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I know exactly. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to compare it to my own personal beliefs, yeah, so that I can understand it more. Yeah. So, because I'm not trying to be disrespectful, because I don't know. I know, but but the fact that you're willing to say it in that manner shows how different you are. Maybe you're willing to say like, you know, this this is what I feel. This is how I don't want. I I don't want to be disrespectful. Right. This is how I believe I should be treating other people. Right, you know, and and that is that's very, uh, and I don't want to just beat this drum, but that's that's a kind of a libertarian kind of way of thinking. You need to do whatever you, what's good for Careful, you. Don't lean on that. <laughs> but I'm saying like, yeah, it's like uh, you doing everything that's right for you, what's right for Christina and your family, right? Uh, and just as long as you're not causing causing any harm to anyone else, right? Then you're still cool, right? You know that that's what's important. Well, I've known I've known quite a people, quite a few people that are you know like I'm like open to it because I just want to be like I'm I I seek information yeah. like I'm I'm open to any aspect of it and I don't necessarily think of it as negative versus positive because they're both one and the same in the same in yeah. the same way because they both balance each other out. Yeah, man has kind of uh, transcribed the word of uh, existence in their own way. Yeah. So, hmm, I don't know. Interesting, nonetheless. No, it's, uh, it, dude, I, I I could totally do another episode of more in-depth. But sure. we, should, we should get back into movies. Well, of course. Oh, but of course. I think it's interesting to know a little bit about, about the background. So when you read the nine, uh, the nine of the Church of Satan... Um, it's interesting to know that stuff, but um, it's 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 interesting I, either way. Well, one movie that me and you both watched that Ooh. kind of dealt with that whole um, I've been picked on and, oh. and I'm getting tired of this. Um, like, and this guy like really puts up with a lot. But which movie? Uh, Clinton Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard, yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Evil He played speed. the ice cream man in one movie. <laughs> And he also did Dream Maniac. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. But Evil Speak. Evil Speak, man. Tell me, it, tell it, me a little bit about what you experienced. Ah, uh, dude, it's it's such a classic fucking flick, man. It's a uh, it, this guy's in military school and he's get picked on. He's getting kicked around. It was a charity case for military school. Oh yeah, for They're sure. Like they accepted him in without money. Oh okay. Which most people pay for the kids to go to the military school. Yeah, and he's getting like a. Uh, kicked around uh made fun of and uh i don't remember the specifics but he he goes beyond uh, below this church and he finds like this uh well they get oh i remember he gets in trouble oh because all the kids are picking on him and he has to go clean up and he has to go on cleanup duty in the basement yeah who this old sergeant guy is like lives in the basement oh and this is Technically, quote unquote, in control of the basement, <laughs> but pretty much he's just another welfare case that is dealing with it. Yeah, who's an old sergeant that is like abandoned. But anyway, yeah. So he goes down there, finds a, a an old book, pretty much the the you know the earlier version of the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. a lot of bunch of spells in it and whatnot. Uh, but I remember he, it, I don't remember the specifics because Esteban. Esteban. Well, that, that was the the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Esteban was like a high priest for Satan in the in Spain. Oh. Okay. And he was a um, he was kind of like the leader, and they told him to stop preaching Satan, uh, huh. or they would kill him. And somehow he died. I guess. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I don't think I remember. Did they behead him? Uh, it, probably because uh, when he winds up like getting... he's like beheading everyone. He's well, yeah, like, when, he, when he gets possessed by Esteban, he you know he has a sword and yeah. shit. And he doesn't. Lie. But <clears throat> he winds up getting a computer, and the computer helps him. You know, possess. well, he's a smart guy. He's like one of the smartest kids in the school. Yeah, for sure. He gets picked on because he's not the most athletic. He fails at soccer. He does horribly at it. And there's like this one kid who's like his good friend. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's like really good friends with that guy. But everybody keeps picking on him. And, like, I remember the one part that really pissed me off because I, first of all, am a huge animal lover. Oh. 100%. Yeah, dude. I know. Like, they killed the puppy in it. And, like, they don't really show it, so it's, like, tasteful, I guess. (laughs) But it it, it gets you worked up enough to understand why he would exact his revenge on everybody. Yeah. Because they get to the point they're like threatening him because he won't give up and he's still trying to be their friend and still trying to be nice and still like backs them up when like trouble comes about and they know that they're going to get in trouble and he totally covers for them. And then they're like, we're going to kill your fucking puppy, you piece of shit. A puppy that he gets from the fucking um, cafeteria uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, check this out. I found these puppies. And they, one of them's not eating, and he's like, "Oh, I can take care of it." And he's like, "Where are you gonna put it?" He's like, "I'll find a place." And he puts him in the dungeon where he finds the book from Esteban. Yeah, but still, like honestly, it's it's like honestly not a bad fucking. No, I think that's out of all the movies that we saw about the satanic uh, jamboree shit. Um, I honestly think that's one of the better ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, although there are a couple that we're going to talk about that I and, think are good. And wasn't this the director's... I don't remember the director, but I think this was his first movie. What the funny thing is, is the guy that plays Esteban, the high priest guy, 
Oh, that's Richard Mall. It's yeah. Is it Richard Mall? I think it's Richard Mall. Dude, he was night in night court. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, dude. <laughs> he was the fucking main guy in night court. That was like the bald dude. <laughs> um, but director Eric Weston is the director, and he is known for Evil Speak and not much else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but he, he did hyenas, uh, the Iron Triangle, hitters come out fighting. Honestly, he's not done. He's done a lot of stuff. The billion dollar hobo. And <laughs> what's lame is like that sucks. Like yeah, that's like the first time I'm like surprised that there isn't anything else. Because Evil Speak is actually a really good movie. Yeah, it's fucking... It's for... Apparently is his opus. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, other satanic movies. Oh, well, dude. I Hail Satan. Like, honestly, I'm just going to admit right now. I really did not know uh, a lot of these movies. Okay. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of interesting because I've never seen any of these. So I was like, you know. I was like, take me on a ride, Satan. Take <laughs> me on a ride, buddy. At first, I was like, okay, let's like... Let's dig into Antichrist, you know? So I watched the movie Antichrist with Will- Willem Dafoe. I liked it. It's it's not satanic oh, per se. dude, no. But I, I, honestly, I, the first 70% of that movie is amazing. It, it has a lot of cool stuff It's in it. really well shot. That, dire- that director is really fucking well acted. I, what's the director? I forget his name. Uh, uh, Lars von Trier. Oh, Lars von Trier. Have you seen... Uh, he did Nymphomaniac 1 oh, and 2. Yeah, that's great. And a few other movies that don't really apply. A Dance from the Dark? He said that Antichrist was supposed to be a horror movie, and he failed at it. He actually says this himself. Wow. I thought it was good. I, I liked it. Well, I- if you, it, guys, first of all, it does not really deal with Satanism. It does in a very topical sense. And it is a very deeply moving movie physically. It's a very body horror style. And it is also theological. Like It has like elements of like that the devil is essentially nature and that nature isn't just physical nature yeah like leaves trees animal creatures like forests and stuff like that but it is also the nature of our of the human being and that everybody carries the nature of satan within them in a way the devil um because human humans are not just good naturally and I think that's the kind of the point he was trying to make, and, and, that, and that's what I kind of liked about it. Oh no, it's great! It's a it is a really good movie. It's one of those movies that you go, oh man, that's really good. I'll probably not watch that for a long time, <laughs> but it is a really good movie, and that's what I thought of when I watched it. Yeah, because uh, uh, what I like about a lot of these satanic style movies, mm-hmm. when I see a guy show up in a movie. With uh, red face paint and horns, like I'm the devil, you know. <laughs> it's it, like too, too, too obvious. It's too obvious, too cheesy. Right. I like the really weird, like uh, mind with mind fuckery. Uh, I don't know if it's mind fuckery, but like someone worshiping the devil and like the neighbor's baby being eaten by scorpions, right? You know, uh, someone worshiping the devil and then like someone falling into a pit of spiders. Well, that's kind of like the Wicker Man. Yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of my style. Right, I like the uh, elemental kind of like using the elements of of nature and 
Yeah. Just like physicality. To me, that's that's yeah. much more horrifying than a guy showing up with red fucking face paint and and fucking. I don't horse. know. I'd be kind of freaked out <laughs> <laughs> if I saw some dude like, ah! <laughs> and I'd be like, oh yeah, that guy is kind of fucked up, dude. But yeah, Antichrist was not. I would not consider it satanic jamboree. Yeah, it, it had- is a deep, deep movie. Yeah. Even though it is shrouded with clitoris cuttings ball and uh, ball crushings and jerking off on faces. Um, clitoris cuttings? Yeah. I you didn't a, see that? I, oh, I, I've seen the movie, but it's been a while. Dude. How how in the fuck do you remember someone cutting, cutting their... I'm sorry, guys. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs. We'll cut this in beforehand. How do you remember... How do you forget somebody cutting off their own clitoris maybe i love the scene so much that i wanted to forget it that way i can experience it again (laughs) but moving along let's get into some satanic uh jamboree shit first of all we watched we both watched 976 evil oh dude i fucking love this movie dude robert england's first date directorial debut he never really directed i think he directed one other thing uh, not I, I can't remember, but I fucking love this movie. Stephen Jeffries is badass, dude. Yeah, I like him. Who was in uh, Fright Night? Fright Night, dude. Yeah. And uh, what was the Moon movie? I don't know about the Moon movie. Oh, the the one you have. Uh, I re- I lent I lent it to you on, on Blu-ray. What? The Moon movie? The, no, what the uh, fuck you're talking about? I, I I lent you a movie about uh, Moon Forty Four. Moon Forty Four. Yeah, Stephen. Okay, here. No, yeah, go ahead. Stephen Jeffries, man, he's also in uh, Moon Forty Four. Okay, which is uh, if it, oh it, yeah, 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 he plays like the like squeaky guy. Yeah, and it, I think th- I think don't quote me, I think this is the the move uh, the movie that Dean Devlin and Ronald Emmerich met on, and if you don't know that team, then you don't know Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow. You know what I don't know? What? Is why we haven't taken these shots. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Let's take He's trying to get me drunk. Yeah, I am too. But we're <laughs> staying alive. We're awake, guys. Yeah, it's good. That's very good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> By the way, Mike chases his shots with fucking vodka. Hardcore. <clears throat> I have a penis. But anyway, Moon 44. Yeah. Stephen Jeffers was in that. Yeah, I do. I, I like Stephen Jeffries. And this is something that I do want to talk about. But oh, go please. Go ahead. I, so Stephen Jeffries did a handful of movies. Right. And then he quit doing regular movies and he started He was like, doing, fuck it. He started doing porn. Hardcore porn, too. H- hardcore gay is porn. Is it hardcore? Dude, no. It's it's like, I literally, I, I Googled him and I found <clears throat> him like, like fucking a butt plug the size of a watermelon. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But I don't give a shit. Like, fucking... The, I oh, think I don't I, care. I mean, I'm oh, just no. curious about it. No, it, for me, like, I still want to be like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. I saw you fuck a buck plug. <laughs> I know. He's like, can I, I shake your hand and lick your plug? <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. It's all good. <laughs> I, I still love, love the shit that he did. I'd be interested <laughs> in interviewing him to see what, you know, like, what he thinks... Uh, about the whole transition and everything, it'd be interesting to talk about. I know because he were he really was a good actor because he was kind of like that uh, awkward kid. Yeah, for sure. In a lot of those movies, and obviously, Robert England saw uh, promise in him. Obviously, from Fright Night. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. what was nine seven six evil was done in what like eighty nine? 
Yeah, eighty. I'm thinking eighty six, eighty seven. Maybe nineteen ninety. But yeah, I would. I would love to interview Stephen Jeffries, man, because uh, I really do want to know what the thing was that what made him leave. Maybe it was a money thing. I don't know. I mean, either way, I mean, the dude's fucking awesome, and his early work and what he did with fucking Moon Forty Four and Friday Night, and, and fucking, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I like him as an actor for sure. Like, I, I think that he did good. One of the funniest scenes that I have from Nine Seven Six Evil. Oh, which is the movie that we're talking about yeah. that we watched him in, where he rides the the fucking motorcycle and he wrecks it into the wall. Was that him? Yeah, it was him. Where he gets on the fucking moped well, or whatever he, he's... Okay, so this kid, it's another <laughs> Evil Speak sort of style movie. Okay, yeah. And I don't know if it was before... I think it was after Evil Speak. Yeah, it was after Evil Speak. But, you know, the typical trope. Kid gets picked on, gets tired of it, calls Satan. <laughs> literally calls him on the phone and calls a horror scope. Horror scope. Yeah. Instead of horror scope. Um, but he gets a little bit of power under his fingernails, and he's like, "Oh, I like this." Uh, but yeah, nine seven six evil. One of the favorite, my favorite scenes that he did is after he's turned and turned into this like creature sort of thing that has a lot of these powers. He kills that bird. Oh, the yeah. parakeet. Yeah, and he's like, "That's what the plastic's for, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud, like, so hard. I was like, oh, that's great. There's some other fucking, you know, one-shot, like, you know, Freddy Krueger-style moments. Uh, I, I, my my favorite was when he gets on the moped, like I was saying, and he tries to, like, bike away like oh, a badass. Oh, that, okay. And he's like, yeah, that I and he wrecks and he fucking he's falls He's like, up. yeah, we're going on a trip, right? <laughs> and then he drives away and he crashes into the fence. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, but yeah, nine seven six evil was pretty, actually pretty good. I mean, it's notable. I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorite films or anything like that. I love it, man. It's right up my alley. It for, is cool for cheesy fucking satanic, right? Fucking stupidness. And you know what's funny? The Patrick O'Brien, the guy that is Stephen Jeffrey's brother in the oh, movie, yeah. yeah, who he keeps sending all those oh, messages to, yeah. He did the second one, which I watched. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. The second one's called 976 Evil 2. Actually, you know what? I may have seen it, but it's been so long I can't remember. But it's called 976 Evil 2, The Astral Factor. The ass. <laughs> and the the cool thing is, I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, obviously you've probably seen it, but uh, Back to the Future, when no, Marty comes no. <laughs> back to the future, there's a bum on a bench. And he comes back. And I don't know if it's in part one or part two, but there's a drunk guy. And he's like the most notorious <laughs> drunk guy in any fucking movie. <laughs> he's in fucking part two. His name is George, quote unquote, Buck Flower. Buck Flowers? Yeah. No, just Flower. Buck Flower. But he plays the drunk guy in part two. Again. Like, literally in the first five minutes of the movie, you see George Flower and or Buck. Um, but, yeah, he's in that movie. and uh, But essentially what happens is some rich guy calls the horoscope, and the horoscope gives him power. And he's like, you didn't give me the power. And then he gets arrested for killing all these people. And they're like, yeah, you got to go to jail because, like, you're totally guilty. But you did it. 
<laughs> we can't 100% prove it, but we're going to lock you up in jail, and then all these murders start happening while he's in jail. Oh, yeah. And the reason why is because he can astrally project. Oh! Oh, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's <laughs> stupid. But it's it's kind of funny. But the same guy that plays Jeff Stephen Jeffrey's brother, Patrick O'Brien, okay. is in the movie. And he literally, I think he only did like 10 roles in his life. Wow. And never became an actor. Like, I don't know what happened. It makes me curious to know why somebody just left acting suddenly. Yeah, I, I hear you. And I can understand why, because like, I couldn't handle trying to be fake all the time. And it would probably bother me a little bit. You're pretty fake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I hate people. And when, even I hate you. I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, if I... I yeah. could understand not wanting to be a part of the industry, so he probably left. Yeah. Maybe got into a relationship or something like that. But he wasn't a horribly bad actor. Like, I could see that he could... He had potential enough to, like... Because he played the, like, motorcycle cool guy pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Like, he did. He really did. And he was in the second one, and it was... It was a bad movie. And that probably would seal the deal right there. <laughs> it was a different director than uh, Robert England, that's for sure. So what else we got? What other kind of satanic Dude, I gotta movies? talk about one movie. Dude, straight Beyond up. the Door. Oh, yeah. L- let me know about it. Because I-, okay. I have not fucking seen it. I want to see it. I have a huge erection for it. <laughs> Essentially, there's this movie called Beyond the Door. And it is a year... It came out a year after The Exorcist. Okay. Okay. It is essentially The Exorcist ripoff. <laughs> there is also another one called... I can't remember what the name is. But it's 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 like a Turkish director that really? did something similar to okay. The Exorcist. Okay. It was inspired by The Exorcist. But this one's called Beyond the Door. And Beyond the Door, where Exorcist deals specifically with a demon taking over a child, this one gets a little bit more into the Satanistic shit. Okay. And prepping her to be the next priestess. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But she's pregnant, and she's pregnant with this guy. And the funny fucked up thing is, and this is it's a pretty old movie, and they didn't they didn't obviously did not have the budget that Exorcist had. She has these kids, and they're like about ten and six years old, but they talk like they're twenty year olds, <laughs> which is really fucking weird. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself, ma 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 ma, and she's like maybe ten, maybe eight, even. Like, she's, like, really little, but the way she talks, dude, is so fucking crazy, it blows me away. But the mother's name is Jessica, and she's pregnant with this other guy's kid. One minute, she's like, I fucking need to get this baby out of me. I need to have an abortion. I need to, we like, I need to have a fucking abortion. And she's, abortion. like, super in it. Doctor's like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's have an abortion. <laughs> abortion party. <laughs> abortion party. <laughs> anyway. So after they have their abortion party. One moment she wants to keep the baby. And then she suddenly wants to get rid of get an abortion. But it like happens several times during the movie. Okay. And this is done very cheaply, by the way. Okay. But effectively. Like it really is good. Like I I honestly, I need to own this, and I can buy it for like five bucks. <laughs> like I'm cool with that. That's, like I'm totally that's cool you know with that. That's when you know it's good. There's a scene as things progress. Yeah. The kids' room goes ape shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it goes fuck nuts. 
Netflix. And there's all these voices that are talking in the background. And all the dolls on the shelf, their eyes are lighting up. And they're walking across the floor, and the kids are okay with it. <laughs> which is, like, even more weird. Like, it's just kind of awkward. Oh, I'm cool with it. <laughs> they're, like, laughing and giggling and shit, and it's, like, oh, fucking crazy. Like, it's me. really I'm weird. Okay with it. <laughs> they enter the mom's room. Okay. After they get scared, because, like, shit goes really wild poltergeist style. And starts slamming against the wall. Lights come through the floor and shit. Like, it's obviously something's off. Um, But they go into the mom's room scared. The mom, first of all, let me just give you kind of a visual here, guys. The mom looks like... Bo Derek. (laughs) No. Uh, Who's the chick that was in Spider-Man, the original one with Tobey Maguire? Oh, Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst, who was in... Interview with a Vampire as a child. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst, she looks like the older Kirsten Dunst. That's crazy. But they see their mom laying on the pillow face down with her arms up on the pillow, right? So she's laying face down. They come up behind her on the left side of her. And they're like, Mommy, Mommy, there's crazy shit happening in my room. Please don't let me die. Please mommy, don't let me die. Mommy. Mommy. And she starts turning her head from left to right. And the way she does it looks almost identical to the Ghostbusters remake thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it made me crack up at that moment, even though it's like actually kind of a scary moment. But her, the, her face, she's like, hi! <laughs> and it looks fucking <laughs> cool, dude. I have to own this movie. No joke. It is fucking that good. Some of the sound design in this movie is very botched. It's actually kind of, uh, it's like overpowering. Like they didn't balance anything out. Yeah. But the mood that it sets is actually relevant huh. to the story. That's cool, man. Out of the movies that I watched tonight, guys, Evil Speak and this movie are probably my top of those movies. Uh, well, we're going to mention another one here in a second, but... Yeah. Hell yeah. That's up there, dude. Like, it's yeah. up there. It's yeah. of the top three. Hell yeah. So, is there any other movies that you uh, watch? More Satan movies. Th- and this is one I did not think about. Oh, what? It, it just came about to me. Ready for this? Go for it. The Devil and Miss Jones. Huh. I don't know if I've seen that. When would it come out? Uh, probably sixties or seventies. Really? But it's a uh, it's it's actually a really cool plot. This was back when uh, porns had like actual plots. Right. It's about this chick, if I remember correctly, who commits suicide uh, in the bathtub. She cuts her wrists. Okay. And uh, Satan comes to her and basically says, "Hey, you can either die and go to hell, or you can come work for me." And she opts to go work for Satan. And, and yeah, she's like, I don't want to, like, suck. Yeah. So the the film is her uh, being uh, Satan's, like, sex slave. But it's it's basically this chick, like, she's working for Satan, being his, like, personal sex slave. Hmm. And the whole movie is her, like, doing these sexual uh, favors for Satan. But turns out the more she fucks the less she can get off, and the more she fucks, the less she can get off. So it's a a sexploitative film. Yeah. So it gets to the point where she she can't... This is when they actually got creative with porno. (laughs) 
So it gets to the point where she can't actually uh, come anymore. <laughs> so so it, that's so she really finds out that like she's in her own hell. Okay. And so she can't because she can't. She's come like, anymore. I can't come. Uh, it's fantastic. There, there's a scene where she fucks a snake, and there's a scene where she fucks a hose. Oh no! <laughs> I just uh, brought that up. <laughs> I appreciate it. What other movies do we have? I think everybody else that listened is uh, super excited about that. <laughs> uh, um, a movie that I for I asked you to watch and you should have watched. I did not watch. I'm a, and I'm this a, is more current. I'm a it's dick a movie bag. called Last Shift. I want to see it. Dude, the trailer looks fucking phenomenal. I was too bad. Okay, at, first okay. of all, it's a low-budget film, guys. I'm just going to be honest. But this low-budget film has done more than most films have done in their first attempt, and he did a he did an amazing job. Um, director Anthony DeBlasi, I would love to interview him actually, because this movie has a couple of scenes in it that are just very intense. Oh, cool. Man. There is a scene, and um, I'm not really ruining too much, but if, if you guys haven't seen it, you're like, eh, I don't want to hear this, just ear them off for about 20 seconds. <laughs> Count to 20 seconds starting now. There's a part where they're in a lock cell, because essentially what's happening is that this girl is in a, she's a police officer, a new one. Okay. And she goes and she hears this guy in the cell, and she goes in the cell, and then the cell locks. And she's in there, and this flashlight rolls in the cell. And she grabs it, or tries to grab it, and someone holds it up and is shining it in her face. And she's like, who are you? And then the lights come on, and there's nobody there. But there's just... Okay, so, spoiler free. Essentially, this movie is about a new officer. She's kind of new under the force, they're asking her to go to this old abandoned police station that they're moving from to a new police station to basically use the last shift at this new this old police station and she's to watch it to make sure nothing happens or if any like people who are like oh i know that's where the police police station is i'm going to go there because i need help She's there to make sure that they, she answers the call to any of those. And then she calls the main new police station to give them the information mm-hmm. or help them. But she's sent there to work at night at the last shift. And a lot of crazy shit really happens. And it's essentially haunted. Hmm. But last shift, I bought it on Blu-ray. I think I got it for like seven bucks. I honestly think it's 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 a it's a pretty good satanic it, it new looks, movie. It looks pretty damn cool, man. It it honestly gave me the heebie-jeebies when I went to sleep a little bit. It has a typical ending, kind of like oh yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, like it it's still a really good movie, and I don't care if it follows the same trope as uh, a lot of those movies did, because it's actually really good. But uh, anything else that you saw? Uh, I can say right off the bat, Ghoulies. That's a bit. Oh yeah, for sure. It's topical. I mean, we 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 were like, if you're gonna summon demons, you're not gonna summon all these little fucking pussy ass <laughs> little <laughs> little ding dangs. 
But what I do want to talk about too, like I'm not going to talk about it in details because I want to do it in another episode because it's one of my favorite masturbatory fucking <laughs> television shows. What's that? Supernatural. Oh, God damn it. Yes, yes, We couldn't yes. make it through this goddamn episode. Mother... Well, fucking talk it. No, no. Hey, everybody keeps, like, literally the forces of evil or good or nature or film are, like, forcing me to watch this show. Okay. Because I, I, it's coming back out, guys, and you know this. Season 12, motherfucker. Yeah, season 12. Okay. I apparently need to catch up on 37 hours of fucking... <laughs> Show. I, I, I'm I'm not gonna go into details whatsoever. You've already watched is it already out? The what season twelve? Yeah. Uh not yet. Okay. Uh October. But I don't want to talk about it. Uh in specifics, but Lucifer is in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's in twelve or what? No, he's or in he, the whole season. Uh he's uh he's in there for a while. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get into specific details. No, it's fine. Please don't. But uh, yeah, because <laughs> I haven't seen it. And sorry, guys, if you have, uh, it is phenomenal. If I had to fuck two guys, it would be Sam and Dean. And I've said this before. Yeah, like on every guy you that's ever been existed. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to fuck everyone, guys. Just get that clear. All right. Let's clear the table. Ah, uh, but anyways, uh, Mike's got the fuck bench ready so, for every guy. <laughs> so what are the movies? What do we got? Uh, okay, so uh, to bring up a couple that I saw, I decided to go back pretty far. Okay. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to watch some satanic movies, I need to watch Black Sunday by Mario uh, Bava. Dude, old fucking school, man. Right? Hell yeah. Mario Bava did this movie uh, called Black Sunday. It's also called The Mask of Satan in uh, in Spain, I believe. Hell Satan. Or Italy. Hell Satan. I'm not very sure. Don't don't hate me for that. Hail Satan. But essentially, it's about an ancient Moldovian witch or vampire. We're not very sure. It seems like a vampire, in my opinion. <laughs> but she's she's uh, uh in the beginning of the movie, she's marked with an S, with a uh, hot iron. And then they put an Iron Maiden mask on her face, and then some hooded dude like smashes. A fucking Iron Maiden against her face. Which is a bunch of spikes inside of a mask, if you guys are not sure what an Iron Maiden is. Um, They smash it into her face and to this other guy named Igor, who essentially, she may or may not have been a witch for, but they blamed her because she cheated on her husband with this other guy named Igor. (laughs) But this is a movie from 1960, and... The the cool thing about this is that Mario Bava actually did, like, everything on set, even though it was a black and white movie, he did everything in monochrome. Oh, wow. So everything was painted black, gray, and white huh. on set. Fucking cool, man. Because he wanted to give it that atmosphere. He really... Because back then, in the 1960s, I mean, think about it, dude. Like, this is all... New territory. Yeah. Um, But it was really cool. Like, I actually kind of liked it. Another movie, and I can't believe I'm using this as our fucking final. (laughs) I watched... What is it? God, man. I watched this movie called Satan's Cheerleaders. Uh, That's not bad. On Shudder. It's a new movie, right? 
No. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not a new movie at all. Well, at least Satan has a group of people that, you know, that gather together to, you know, give him some moral support. <laughs> and it was directed by Graydon Clark. He did a few movies. He did Uninvited, which is the cat movie on the boat, which uh-huh. is awesome. Honestly, cheesiest, greatest huh. cat attacks everybody movie ever. Listen to this. Check this out. Yvonne DiCarlo, who plays, uh, she actually played the, in The Monsters as Lily Monster. She was the mom. Oh, really? Yeah. She's in this movie. Shit. Now, essentially, now, it, the movie doesn't, yeah, it does say genre, comedy, horror. Huh. Double Satan's tap. Cheerleaders basically is essentially about some fucking girls that are like, it's basically like Porky's, and then all of a sudden it turns into Satan. Some janitor. <laughs> I, li- I like Satan. <laughs> but like this janitor, he's like, yo, I'm a janitor and nobody respects me and everybody spits on me, but at nighttime... I become a high priest of Satanism. Satan. And you know what? Fuck you fucking cheerleaders and fuck you football guys because uh, I'm going to fucking fuck one of you. And because of Satan, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Hell yeah. And so they, he like wants to fuck them hell yeah. and, and, and like kill the fucking football guys. Hell and then yeah. he like puts a curse on these. He curse. like picks up these fucking F- football uh, cheerleaders on the side of the road, Hell takes yeah. them on a wild ride down this back ass uh, road, uh, uh, and then fucking wants to rape one of them. But Satan says no, and he pushes him away. And what? like they think he's dead, but then this whole that like these girls escape and get to this like small town and like try to like contact the the sheriff, of course, right? What? But the the sh- it's bad. I'm sorry, like, it doesn't oh, even yeah. end well. Basically, what happens is is that these, these Satanists are, like, fake Satanists, and the, the sheriff's not a Satanist. And uh, one of the girls actually gets raped by Satan, really? and Satan, like, makes her the high priestess, and then she takes over control of all Satanism. And then from there on out, all the football team doesn't lose any fucking football matches because the cheerleaders are a part of Satan. It's bad. Other than that, man, I'm sorry. I kind of snowballed like that whole last part of that. But I just I watched so many Satan movies like I could not. Oh, yeah. More than I wanted to. And I think the next episode I'm forcing Mike to watch something he's never seen, which is Junji Ito. So is a Japanese horror manga Artist and storyteller. I'm cool, I'm cool with sh- sushi. <laughs> I like some sushi. You need to watch Junji Ito. Okay. So on Horamino, by the way, guys, if you don't know who who Horamino is, it's an application that does many different types of applications. So Amino is the name of all of these types. Like if you're a fan of, I don't know, Jello Shot Amino. There's probably a Jello Shot Amino. <laughs> yeah. But there is a horror community called Horror Amino. And you can find it on your um, iTunes or whatever apps or your Android apps. And you can follow it on there. I actually got help by a guy named Binando on that website 
who verified the Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. If you guys haven't already, please do. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on SoundCloud. Do it. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us everywhere that you can. All the links are literally below. I had a really good joke, <laughs> and I, I lost it. I'm going crazy to write, try to remember it. <laughs> We're pretty drunk right now, by the way, guys. It, yeah. Um, I'm, like, sweating in this hot-ass room. Well, guys... Thank you for joining us on our yeah. Satan Zamarie. Ah! Hail Satan! No, it was it was a, it was hail something. It's interesting. Like I'm glad that you brought up the nine commandments, uh, technically of uh, yeah. Satan's church. I like Satan. <laughs> he's, he's kind of. It's a cool interesting. Guy. Like I know that you're being silly about it, but it is interesting. Like it really is interesting to know, like different beliefs. But guys, seriously, if you're going to draw a pentagram, make sure that you know the facts. Yeah. Know what you're doing before you put that pentagram up and pull a lot of ghoulies or maybe some uh, unsavory things in Cthulhu Mansion or uh, something along those lines. When you when you when you call upon Saint, make sure you know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Thank you for coming by. Thank you very much for coming. And yeah. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Pickles. Hail Pickles. You have been listening to Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. Tune in every month.